Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Lance's House of Sports. Don't forget to rate the podcast, share it with a friend, and tune in weekly for weekly podcasts. Copyright, dude. That was fine. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Another episode of Lance's House of Sports. A beautiful February afternoon here in Columbus, Ohio. About 60 degrees and sunny over here in Columbus. Here with my boy Ben Gabriel, and we are back. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl 58, as a matter of fact. We got a beautiful game on Sunday between, you could say, the two best teams in football. Yeah, you could question the Chiefs and what they've been doing all season, but they step up when it matters most. We got a rematch of Super Bowl 54. We also got the NBA trade deadline going down today, just a couple hours away from the deadline being passed. And a lot of moves were made this morning. And that's exactly where we're going to start with the second latest news (laughs) that just came out. Raptors and Nets made a move as the Raptors are trading Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young. Some names that have been going under the radar for quite some time to the Brooklyn Nets for Spencer Dinwiddie. I think that's kind of interesting. I'm curious what you think of that move for Toronto, especially. I feel like I like it better for Toronto. Really? I mean. Oh, oh, excuse me. For the Brooklyn Nets, I mean to speak. Because Toronto's getting Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, that's why. That's a W. Yeah. That's That's huge for them. I think it's good for the After giving up some big pieces over these last few weeks, trading guys like OG Ananobi to the New York Knicks. Pascal Siakam to the Indiana Pacers. It's a good move for him. I think, uh, you know, after a few weeks of just having Scotty Barnes as the end quote best player, superstar, they're realizing that maybe they do need another offensive weapon to add to their team. I really like the move for the Raptors, honestly, but I don't know what the Nets are doing in that (laughs) case. I feel like they're kind of just giving away uh, the best player in the trade for guys that, I mean, Dennis Schroeder might get some rotation minutes on that team. He'll play. I mean, he'll play. But I think I think it probably has something to do with uh, the contracts. Yeah. That's probably the, the main piece of it. How about uh, just came out, Charlotte Hornets making a move, trading P.J. Washington to the Dallas Mavericks for my boy, former boy, Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a 2027 first-round pick. Yeah. Is that a fleece? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you P.J. Washington is not. I mean, he's a good player. He's a good player, but... He's not nothing special. I don't think he's worth two players and a first-round pick. I mean, looking at his stats on the season, he's averaging 13 points a game, five rebounds, two assists. Um, he's about the same size as Grant Williams. Grant Williams is definitely a better shooter. Yeah. Yes, P.J. Washington. I think they're both good defenders. I think P.J. Washington probably has him a little bit in that category. But P.J. Washington for Grant Williams, a shooter in Seth Curry. I know he's getting up there in age, but still... And a first-round pick in a few years? I, I like the move for the Hornets, honestly. I mean, they're in no man's land right now. As it's looking like, you know, they were trying to move uh, Miles Bridges before the end of the trade deadline. <clears throat> he's on a one-year deal right now. And he said that he has a no-trade clause. And he said he is not going to waive a no-trade clause for nobody. He said he's going to stay in Charlotte for the rest of the season. Did you see, um, speaking of Charlotte, Brandon Miller's numbers the past, like, five or six games? He's been stepping up big time. He's been balling. No, I have been really impressed because I, w- I was one of those guys. Like 30 point double doubles every game. It's crazy. <laughs> I was one of those guys, you know, when the season started, I wasn't really a big believer in Brandon Miller. No, you weren't. I remember that. I was not. And he started off kind of slow to start the season, but he's really picked up the pace, especially this last month. Yeah. You mentioned his big games. <sighs> Man, he's had a lot of big games lately. 20 points last night, 33 points against the Lakers a few nights ago, um, had 35 points against the Pacers the night prior. Um, and then the three games prior against the Thunder, the Bulls, and the New York Knicks had 28, 21, and 29. The man's been in his bag. Yeah. That's huge for Charlotte, honestly. Where do you expect them to go from here? You know? Like, you you got a roster still constructed around LaMelo Ball. He's the best player on the team. You got a young guy in Brandon Miller. Miles Bridges is staying on the team. We'll see if they re-sign him after this season because, you know, he does have a history of some off-the-court issues. Bringing in a guy like Grant Williams, who I honestly like. Yeah. But at the same time, they're moving out a big name, a big name that I love, honestly. And his name's Gordon Hayward. 
They're trading him to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Trey Man Davis Bertans, a man's name that I cannot pronounce and do not know, as well as draft compensation. I love that move for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. A team that's competing in the Western Conference right now, um, tied for first place in the Western Conference, actually. And they get another piece in Gordon Hayward. Yeah. What do you think of that? It's definitely good for the Thunder. I think it, I know they got rid of a few guys, but it, I think it ultimately gives them more depth just because Gordon Hayward can come off the bench consistently and play well for you. You think that's what they're going to do? Their starting lineup, they, they, They've been playing well, you know. They really have. They really I feel have. like they have to keep it. Bring um, Gordon Hayward as like off as like the sixth man. Yeah. I mean. Because he can play. You could put him in at the four or the three. I just feel like they play real, like they play small basketball. Yeah. And. Even though their point guard's six six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's skinny. Yeah. He does rebound the ball, though, I'll tell you that. Averages over five boards a game in SGA. I could see him kind of coming in and taking Lou Dort's spot in the starting lineup. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think Lou Dort would be a great sixth man. Yeah. I think he's a good player, but he's kind of been under the radar this season. Two years ago for Oklahoma City, averaged 17 points a game. This season, he's only averaging 10. Yeah. It just seems like... I mean, they added Chet. Shots are getting yeah, put I, in other yeah, people's hands. A lot of people are taking more yeah, shots than him now. And his defense, his three-point percentage is the highest it's been in his career. Yeah. That's a big deal. I mean, Andy's a great defender on top of all of it. Yeah, that's... He could be a six man. I guess I, I mean, could see it. Yeah, because like either, I was gonna, either one of them, I think. I, I guess I could kind of see that because like I was going to say, you know, Gordon Hayward's getting up there in age. He's not in his prime like he used to be. No. I think he's been out of his prime ever since he suffered that crazy injury first game played on the Celtics. Yeah. I don't think he's been the same since. No. Granted, he's still a really good player in this league. At the end of the day, I don't know. We'll see if he starts. We'll see if he comes off the bench. But it's a. I think that's a huge move for the Thunder. They're looking like they're ready to compete now. Yeah. And we'll see what they end up doing this postseason because they're going to be in it. They're the one seed in the Western Conference right now. And their future still is. And their future is better than any other team in the league. And I don't even think it's close. It's not close. They have, like, so many first-round draft picks Double in digits. the next, like, six years. Double digits? Yeah. It's like, dude, it's like 14. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They can just trade them for, like, stars or... Yeah. You know. Yeah. If they see someone they want in the draft, they can keep it. Like they have a lot of leverage with those picks. Yeah. Now the Thunder are gonna be a scary team for a long time because they're you know, they got all those picks for the future coming up. They're contending right now, and yet they're still one of the youngest teams in the league. SGA, I don't even know if he's hit his prime yet. He's yeah. probably in his prime. Just I mean, man averages thirty a game, I think. I don't know the exact numbers. Thunder are gonna be scary. Yeah. They're going to be really scary, and we'll talk a little bit more about that Western Conference top four after we uh, finish with all these trades that go down. How about the New York Knicks? They've been making a couple moves as they made a big trade for Bojan Bogdanovic and Alec Burks from the Detroit Pistons for Quentin Grimes, Malachi Flynn, Evan Fournier, Ryan R.C. Do you know how to pronounce his name, Villanova guy? Ryan uh, R.C. Adakano. No, I I know who you're talking about, but no, I don't. I do not know how to pronounce his last name. And two second-round picks. It was kind of a bag for those two guys, but Bojan Bogdanovich is a really good player. Yeah. Talking about teams adding bench depth, the Knicks are another team that's he's you know a, looking trying to contend right now. He's a great shooter, too. Part of The weak part of their team was their bench. Honestly, I you could argue before that trade they could only really go six deep, maybe seven. Yeah. And now you add a big-time player who – can make an impact whether he's starting or coming off the bench. Yeah. You got uh, like an hour and 40 minutes to see if yeah. Trey Young gets traded. Uh, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I wish. DeJounte Murray would be the guy that gets traded. Yeah. From the Atlanta Hawks, but I don't see that. I don't see that happening, honestly. Just trade them all. Uh, <laughs> you know, I honestly agree with you. Just because it doesn't seem like it's working in Atlanta. No. So, yeah. Of course, as I say that, you know, yeah, they're sitting at 22 and 29. They've had a couple tough losses these last few days playing the Celtics and the LA Clippers. Competed against both of them, though. Yeah, I lost, saw by, that. lost by eight to the Celtics. Really battled against the Clippers. Clippers played some great basketball in that game. And if it wasn't for that team game, you know, the way the Clippers have been playing, they would have won that game, too. But, you know, before that, they had a pretty decent stretch beating the Raptors, the Lakers, uh, the Warriors, as well as the Phoenix Suns. Um, so they started picking it up a little bit, but you know, over the course of these the last year and a half, over the course of Trey Young's whole tenure in Atlanta, it just it hasn't been successful. And I've yeah. always been a fan of their roster. 
I have they got to. a lot of good players. I mean, when they had Clint Capella, Trey Young, uh, they had a couple other guys on that. There was a team that almost went to the finals. Um, yeah, a few years ago. Was it Trey Young's rookie year? Uh, or was it his second year? I, I don't remember exactly, but, you know, Trey Young's in his sixth year in the league. Yeah. So we'd have to we'd have to look up the exact year, but I remember what you're talking about. Lou but Williams they, was on that team. Yeah. And, but they got a better team now, in my opinion. Honestly, I really think they do. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray's all-star caliber. Yeah. You know, you got the double big man threat, Clint Capella, Onyeko Okongwu. I'm a big fan of Onyeko Okongwu. Yeah. You know, they got Sadiq Bey, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. They got good players. Team shouldn't be bad. They just haven't really been able to. Oh, Jalen Johnson. I forgot to mention him. Yeah. I like him. They just haven't really been able to bring it together, and it's the defense, honestly. That's the problem. Yeah. Because they can score with the best of them. They're third in the league in points per game right now. You know, sometimes that's not enough. you got to play defense. It's both ends. You know, everyone always discredits the NBA now, how there's no defense ever being played. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think the talent is just absurd in the league, in the modern era. But you still see some great defense being played all around the league, honestly. But. Atlanta Hawks are not one of those teams. They give up big points every single night. If they're going to win, they got to score 130. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see what they end up doing. I know there's been some rumors about DeJounte Murray, maybe to the Pelicans, maybe to the Lakers, maybe to Brooklyn, or no, maybe to the Lakers in a three-team trade that would send D'Angelo Russell back to Brooklyn, which I thought that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, that I don't, would be. I don't think that happens, though, no. honestly. I don't, I don't see a move getting made uh, for Atlanta. Granted, we got an hour and a half left. We'll see. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, some other smaller deals that went down. Um, I don't know. I, I think this one's bigger than the rest of them. Indiana Pacers, I mean, they made a big move for Pascal Siakam, but then a couple weeks later, they just go and flip Buddy Heald. They traded him to Philadelphia for Marcus Morris, Furkan Korkmat, Furkan Korkmaz, excuse me, and three second-round picks. Love the move. Love the move for Philadelphia. Yeah. As you know, we were talking about it on the podcast last week. Is it was breaking news when we started. You know that injury is. Did he tear it or? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I mean they said he's only going to be out four weeks. Yeah, but yeah, he'll get reevaluated in four weeks. We'll probably yeah. see. I I bet it's closer to six. Um, no MVP though, right? No MVP. MVP's off the table. I mean, even if he didn't get hurt, he still probably wasn't going to win it. He could only miss four or five more games, I think it was. Four more games. Yeah. And you know he was going to, unless he really just, you know, after the All-Star break, went for it. Yeah. But I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see how the Sixers' rest of the season plays out. He hasn't been out that long, and yet they're 3-7 and in their last 10, sitting at fifth place in the Eastern Conference. I know a lot of people don't love the Eastern Conference. They kind of think it's a one, two-team race. But man, man, oh man, oh man. New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers have been battling recently. Cleveland Cavaliers, 9-1 and in their last 10. 33-16 and quietly. Seems yeah. like nobody's talking about them. I mean, Darius Garland was out for quite some time. But, you know, he's back and better than ever. You know, Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. That, I mean, he's a baller. Yeah. He's, he can score with the best of them in the league. Yeah. Well... I'm very intrigued on how the, you know, the Eastern Conference plays out by the end of the season. You know, just going down the list, Boston. You know, my boys, of course, were still up top, number one overall. Um, Cavs, they're sitting five games back, thirty-three and sixteen in second place. Bucks, who, you know, one and four in Doc Rivers' tenure. Every single game they've lost, it's been a blown lead. I don't know if you've peeped that a double-digit blown lead. I think three of the four were double-digit blown leads too. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if they can end up turning it around. Uh, they got problems on both ends of the floor right now, um, but I'm uh, they're gonna fix it. Yeah, they'll just, turn it around. They got too much talent on that team to not. Yeah, I just I th- give it till the all to give it till after the All Star break. Yeah. Um. Once March comes, if they're still struggling and they're still not figuring it out, then yeah, okay. But that's another thing. New York Knicks they're tied with the Bucks right now, uh, sitting at three and four, um, both six games back, and then Philadelphia, and then you got Indiana, Miami. It's gonna be a battle down the stretch in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um. You know, talking about my boys, we made a trade a couple days ago. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. I mean, it wasn't big time or anything. Uh, Grizzlies made a trade with the Grizzlies. Another trade with the Grizzlies. 
Um, picked up big man Xavier Tillman, six seven forward four stretch five. I wouldn't even say he's a stretch five. He's just a big man can play the five. Uh, for our boy Lamar Stevens and uh, two second round picks, twenty twenty seven and twenty thirty. I'm I was gonna ask you what you think of the move, but I feel like you know Xavier Tillman's okay. You're not gonna be Lance. What you think? What you what think do, of the move you, for your boys? What do you think of the move for your boys, Lance? Uh, I'm curious to know what what's going through your head. I like the move because Lamar Stevens is a decent player, but he wasn't. He doesn't play on our team. He wasn't a rotational piece. I think I think Xavier Tillman can be a rotational piece for us. With I Kristaps and Al Horford. Uh, well, you know, it's just whether and JT. Because you know, it's going to be Kristaps. It's going to be Al Horford. Al Horford's going to be coming off the bench. Um, but we play Luke Cornett right now. Sometimes we play Nemes Kada, which I really like Kada. Yeah, I think he can be of the future of the team. But I feel, you know, future big man. I, he reminds me a lot of Robert Williams. He does. It's like we traded Robert Williams. Where is Robert Williams? Uh, he's in uh, Portland right now. Does he play? I mean, I'm sure uh, he does. No, well, he's out for the year. Oh, shit. Had surgery on his knee again. See why you traded him. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I hate I hate to see it because. He was a good player. He's a, he, I think he's a really good player. He's not a scoring threat. But, man, is he a lob threat. He's a good defender. He's a shot blocker. He's a rebounder. But I feel like Nemius Keda can be all of those things, honestly. And he's shown really great flashes. Yeah. But why I like the Xavier Tillman trade is because I think it's a move for the future. He's really young. But I see him as being the replacement for Al Horford once he retires. Because, you know, Al Horford's not going to be on the team forever. No. And I feel like we want to have the same type of rotation, same type of roster build, so to speak. And I think Xavier Tillman's that perfect piece. Not perfect piece, but he, I think he fits. Yeah. He's only 25 years old. You know, he can't really shoot the three. I'd give it a couple more years. Yeah. Al Horford developed his three late in his career. Yeah. You never know. But I like the move just because we didn't give up a lot. A couple second-round picks that they weren't even ours. Yeah. I think one was a Mavericks pick. Um, can't remember what the other one was, but they weren't our picks. And then Lamar Stevens, a guy that, you know, I'm happy for him. He's going to get a lot of playing time over there in Memphis. Yeah. As you know. Last couple of weeks, they've had 13 guys on their injury report. Yeah, playing that's two two way players, but man, Grizzlies have been c- competing though. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. There's yeah. this uh, I can't so there's young guys. Name. I can't remember his name. I'm gonna look. Um, there's this five eight dude on the Memphis Grizzlies. Two way player. Yeah, he's actually kind of nice. <laughs> if that doesn't motivate me to, uh, I mean, I'm not making it to the league. I'm. <laughs> Motivate you I'm past to what? that age. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like seeing that, you know? Yeah. Short guys got to stick together. I mean, I say I'm 5'9", so <laughs> I got I got a little bit on him. But um, Jacob Jacob Gilliard, um, two-way player. Um, last three games that he's been playing big tick, 16, 13, and 12. Shot over 50% in all three of those games. Granted, he's a defensive liability, but that's you're 5'8", you know? He did block Steph Curry's shot, though. I did see that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. Basically, every single player that you could think of on the Memphis Grizzlies are injured and out right now. So, yeah, I, li- I like the move for Lamar Stevens. I think he deserves playing time. He just He's not going to get it in Boston. How about uh, another one of my you know former boys? This is way back, but you know I got mad love for Kelly Olenek. <laughs> as he got traded, Utah Jazz sent him out, as well as Oche Igbaji, Kansas man. Yeah, he hasn't really found it in the league yet, but I still think he's got good potential. Yeah, he traded him to Toronto. Another move from the Raptors, as uh, Raptors in return gave up Kira Lewis, Otto Porter Jr., as well as a first round pick in this upcoming year's draft. What do you think of that move? It's not super big, but I think it matters for Toronto, honestly, for their future. Yeah, I don't really like how Toronto gave away a first round, but yeah, neither. Yeah, neither do I, honestly. I mean, because it's going to be a good pick this year. Yeah. Most <laughs> likely, we don't know for sure. In my opinion, most likely going to be a lottery pick. Send at 18 and 33, 12th seed in the East right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I, li- I like the move for Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. I think Kelly Olynyk's a good player. He's decent. I mean, I think he can be the starting center on their team right away. Yeah. It's either him or Jakob Pertl. Yeah. Jakob I like Kelly Olynyk, honestly. Let's see. Let's, let's, look at their, uh, let's look at their full roster because they've, you know, they've been – Making moves all season long, you know they still they got quickly from the Knicks. They got uh, R.J. Barrett from the Knicks. Um, they just just picked up Spencer Dinwiddie, which yeah. is a huge get. 
they got Scotty Scotty Barnes, who did you see he made the All Star game? I did see that. Yeah, kind of pissed about that. I know you are. Christoph Porzingis got snubbed. So many guys got snubbed. Yeah, so. I agree. Trey Young, we were talking we were talking how blasphemous that was. He he got picked, obviously. Yeah. Twenty seven and eleven, he better. But you know, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> I mean, I really just I don't. He doesn't impress me. He doesn't. Christoph Porzingis is a stud. <laughs> He's a stud. He is good. He's a stud. He's good. He's yeah. a stud. He's the reason we're gonna win it all. You guys better tell you that right now. You well, guys better yeah, win it all. I'm gonna knock on my head as wood right now. Hopefully we stay healthy. I don't know. This is this has to be the Celtics year. Right? Right. I hate to say it to you, but if it's, it's not, due, then, we're due. We're due. Something's gotta change if you don't win it this year. See, but it's like the what? best the best team in what? the league for the past three seasons. See, and you let's say we shit. don't win. You're saying we gotta make another move? Like, no, we're keeping the same roster and we're running it back. Because this How is how many be- years are you gonna run it back? I understand, but <laughs> And I agree with you now how there's no excuses. There's no excuses. Back in 2018, 2019 with Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, even when he got back and he was healthy, Tatum and Brown were young. Yeah. You know, I did we talk about it on this podcast how you know Gordon Hayward, he talked about it on a separate podcast. I can't remember which one it was. But, you know, he said the plan was for when he went to Boston to meet up with Kyrie that it was going to be him and Kyrie running the show the first couple years and then by times we're in now, it'd be Jalen and JT taking over the team. Yeah, but because Gordon Hayward got injured first two minutes of the season with his new team, and Kyrie got injured too. Yeah, Tatum and Brown took over the show right away. Took him to the Eastern Conference Finals. Took him to Game Seven against Braun. Tatum banged on Braun. We knew he was him after that. After he banged on Braun, came right back down, sidestep three, splash. <laughs> but it's reminiscent about a game yeah, you I lost. Can, I can, it's crazy. I, can, I am. I am. <laughs> but so I thought. So that was kind of different because. They were really young. Now we got a lot of experienced guys. Chris House Porzingis is older than both of them. They um, weren't young last year. Yeah, I like how did y'all lose still, to the Heat? Again, dude. we took it seven games to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, you come on, you're telling me the Miami Heat did not sell their soul for that series win? <laughs> I think Spolstra is just him. Did you see the no? Did you see the difference <laughs> in the way Caleb Martin, um, Duncan Robinson, um. Gabe Vincent, the way they were shooting. Gabe Vincent sold a soul. <laughs> I, I really do. I really do. Go check the numbers on the percentages they were shooting. No, you've said it those first times. Eric Spolster just gets the, his guys to well, play. He, he the is. Best he's, the best, he's the best coach in the league. Yeah. But you're, are you kidding me? The percentage dip from the first couple rounds to the NBA Finals, it was, it was blasphemous. I'm sorry, but. It was blasphemous. No one wants. No JT, one, JT got hurt first play of the game. He played through I it understand, in game seven. But no one, no but one, he wasn't. No one wants. No, no one, one wants, wants Gabe Vincent's soul. It's Gabe Vincent. <laughs> it's not a guy you care to have his right, soul. You know, you know what I'm talking obviously about. Obviously, I'm just. He's not obviously, enough. I'm just saying that. They were just playing just, well. Playing good hot. basketball. They were really hot. Yeah. They were really hot. Yeah, and you guys should have won the series after that tip-in. Should have lost the yeah, series. No, we, no, we should have won game six after after you know Mark Smart putting up the three. Derek White tips it in at the horn. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was electric. I, I thought we were gonna win it all after that. That was the craziest. <laughs> how the season was over. Derek White comes out of nowhere, cops his jersey right after. Got it now. <laughs> uh, that's I just a remember. bad. That's a bad playoff loss. You guys are a lot better than oh the Heat. Just relax. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Knicks. They beat. Uh, they were hot. Oh my Respect God, the Bucks were extremely injured. Let's oh calm my down. Gosh. Yes. Giannis played. Okay, he missed two games. Second best player. Didn't he missed two games. We're we really gonna get in this. Yeah, I, I don't think I, there's much to get into. I agree with you that no, we have no excuses. Okay, it's That's time. It. It's time to start winning. Yeah, it's time to start winning. Yeah, and we'll see if it happens. I mean, only time will tell. When is JT getting a bag, or does he already have his bag? Uh, either this off season or next. Um, I honestly think it's this off season. Then you guys need to win this year because you're about to have like 120 mil invested in the two guys. Well. <laughs> We got we got Chris House Porzingis locked can't, in. I can't we got even, Porzingis locked in for four years. I can't even imagine how much money JT. Drew Holiday said he wants to come back. How much money are they going to give JT if they give Jalen Brown seventy mil? I don't know, eighty. How? No. no. <laughs> um, so Jalen Jalen Brown got what three hundred million dollars? Yeah. Um, three hundred three or something. I think Tatum's going to be for eligible like five to get, years. He's going to be eligible to get like three thirty. I think. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, y'all I know. Win. I know the con- I know the <laughs> salary is something. To think about, but that's not something I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking about this current season. Um, I'm trying to live in the moment with my boys. One more trade I want to mention. 
one more trade I want to mention. Before we get to the NFL, before we get to the Super Bowl talk, Wizards are trading Daniel Gafford to the Dallas Mavericks for Sean Holmes and draft compensation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. That, that, <laughs> I just had to mention it. But there's that. But a new trade did just come in. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it involves Patrick Beverly. 76ers are trading Patrick Beverly to the Milwaukee Bucks. He's and been in, on there before, right? Uh, no. He hasn't? He has not. Thinking of Drew. Uh, yes. Um, and in return, the Bucks are sending a 2027 second round pick. That is nothing. The Bucks, they need that. I like that Beverly move of the Bucks though because they leadership. need that defense. Yeah, they need that leadership. They need that defense. They need that tenacity. Yeah, because f- they lost that with Drew Holiday. Yeah. Granted, yeah, they got Damian Lillard. He's a superstar, one of the one of the best in the world. The Bucks should have gotten like a should have gone and gotten like Marcus Smart. Uh, I agree with you. I thought they were. Go- I thought they were going to trade for Marcus Smart. That's what they should have done. Uh, there was rumors out there about a week ago about the Lakers and the Bucks were interested in Marcus Smart. I got kind of nervous. Because that's those are the last two teams I want to see Mark Smart on, honestly. Yeah. Those two in the Heat. What about like the Nuggets? They don't even need them. They don't need them. They're not training for them. They're so good. They are. They got, <laughs> they got Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Yeah. MPJ, Aaron Gordon, KCP. Defending champs. I mean, that's all you really need to say. Yeah. Um, last thing before we move on to Super Bowl 58. And we talked about it a little bit last week. But with the top four in the Western Conference right now, Oklahoma City, Minnesota, Denver Nuggets, LA Clippers. LA Clippers, man. I'm starting to believe. Yeah. I'm starting to believe. On paper, they probably have the best roster in the NBA. <laughs> Kawhi, PG, okay, James I, Harden. Like, yeah, Russell that's Westbrook. fine. That's fine. That's that's an argument that you can debate about all you want. But the way they're playing, the way James Harden is playing, the way Russell Westbrook is playing. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard plays every game. Yeah, they they bring the best out of each How, other. You they know, found the always, chemistry they've been looking for. We always talk forward. about the Celtics and when are they finally going to put it together and win something. How about the L.A. Clippers? In my opinion, they, they're the scariest team in the Western Conference. Yeah. Right now, without a doubt. Them and the Nuggets. I mean, yeah. I hate to take away credit from the Timberwolves and the Thunder, but I'm not taking the Thunder over the Clippers in a seven-game series. I'm sorry. And I agree with you, and, it's, and I think we have the same point of view on it. They're still young. They're young teams. Anthony Edwards, he's the leader of that Minnesota Timberwolves team. Yeah, I got the Clippers over him. He's a great player. He'd he'd give him a battle. I believe it. But Kawhi, and PG. Kawhi, Paul George, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Norman Powell, Zubats, Terrence Mann. I mean, they're they're nice. They're really they just nice. named seven guys Obviously. that sitting at thirty four and sixteen. It's looking good for them, honestly. Eight and two of the last ten. Yeah. Um, Denver Nuggets, obviously. And I know I said I wouldn't take the Timberwolves over the Clippers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did make some noise because they got a roster too. They really do. Yeah. You could argue they got a triple big man lineup if they really wanted to. They don't do it. Nas Reed, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Some really good big men. Nas Reed is only getting better. Yeah. I've been really impressed with him this season. Carl Anthony Towns, I've always been a fan of his. He's still averaging 23 a game to go along with not almost nine boards. I hope so. Assists. He had like 80 in a game this year. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Didn't he have like a 70-point game recently? Oh, you know what? He did. And 73, they lost, and they lost. they lost. Like D-Book? Well, it's because he had a crazy first half. He wasn't missing, and then they come, they come out in the second half, and they're doing the same thing. Like, you got to you gotta let the flow of the game dictate what's going to happen. Yeah. They were just force-feeding him the entire time. I can't remember which team it was against, too, but it was a bad team. I remember that. <laughs> it, was not, it was not a very good yeah. team. Let's see. Let's look at the rest of the numbers for their roster. Anthony Edwards leads the charge, averaging 26 a game. Rudy Gobert, 13. Nasri, 12. Jaden McDaniels is a really good 3 and D player for him. He's probably the best defender on that team outside of Rudy Gobert. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what ends up happening in the Western Conference, but let's move on to the Super Bowl. I'm ready. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Rematch of Super Bowl 54. We got to get a lay together on Sunday, dude. No, nah, trust we will, dude. We got it. We're going to have multiple. Last year, gonna, last year I got sold by the refs. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I was like 400 away from... Get out of town, my fam. The Eagles would have won. Dude, get out of town. Dude, I bet like Jalen Hurts two rushing touchdowns and it hit. <laughs> well, of course <laughs> it hit. needed the Eagles to win. I bet they didn't. were both QB sneaks. Tush push. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, they were. But. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we got Mr. Irrelevant against arguably the greatest of our generation right now. A man that's... I may be reaching a little bit here, but he's chasing Brady. As much as people want to say it, don't want to believe it, you know, say he's way, he's far away. He's chasing Brady. Yeah. And if they win this Super Bowl here on Sunday, it's a dynasty. Just like that. It's official. Dynasty. Yeah, I'd agree. But they've been doing it in a different way this year. 
You know, normally it's Patrick Mahomes and that offense leading the charge. But this year it's been different. They've been yeah, you got led to play by against that. a bunch of backup QBs all year. All those Wait, hurt what? AFC QBs. Wait, what? I won the AFC because fucking they won starting quarterbacks were. They hurt. beat the Ravens. They beat the Bills because all the QBs were hurt. The Bills are nothing special in my opinion. The Bills are a good team. Ravens. They just a, haven't ever been. The Ravens able to pull were a together. fantastic win. That was obviously their best win of the season. And I mean, AFC Championship did it when it matters most. The Chiefs impressed. I will say that, but the defense impressed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Granted, the Chiefs' offense looked really good in the first half. I don't even think they scored a point in the second half. Yeah, I mean, the you know, but Jamar talks a lot managing. of shit about those DBs, but they're yeah. not bad. At the end of the day, no, they have a, they have a very good defensive really backfield, good. and that's really why good. he does talk shit about them. Um, I mean, of course, yeah, Legarius Sneed probably leads the charge. Yeah, um, for them. But another name that kind of has been, you know, he caught my eye over these last couple games, Nick Bolton. Linebacker, actually, as well as um, I mean, they have Chris Jones, Shamari Connor, DB. Yeah, I hadn't even heard of him until the playoffs. He was a backup. He he was big time for them, especially in the Buffalo Bills game. And you know, not even to mention, you know, Chris Jones, Willie Gay. I don't know. Willie Gay's like forty. Yeah, but <laughs> big piece. Now he is big piece. Uh, Tranquil. Yeah, Drew Tranquil. Linebacker, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they just they got talent on all three they have levels. A, they have a bunch of good players that play great together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree 100%. Because I mean, it's not by, the same guy by, every week. Led by Chris Jones and yeah. Willie Snead. Yeah. Because something I was really surprised about in that Ravens game is that, you know, Chris Jones, I don't even think he had a tackle in that game. No, but he does so much other shit. Yeah, he does. No, he I agree. He fills holes. People can't yeah. run. No, he, pr- he was pressuring Lamar like crazy. Yeah. Um, Lamar looked uncomfortable the entire game. It was very... I mean, Lamar played awful. It was very, very strange to watch. But, exa- you know, just like what we're talking about, all the credit in the world of the Chiefs' defense. And that's why I think the Chiefs are super scary in this game. Yeah, we look at both teams, and you're like, okay, Niners definitely have the better overall roster. I mean, you could argue about both defenses... I'd maybe still give the edge of the Niners, but because of the way the Chiefs have been playing this postseason on defensive end, you give the edge of the Chiefs. Yeah. But still, like, yeah, Mr. Irrelevant, best of our generation. But then on one side, you know, you got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. The second the second half of that CMC. Niners-Lions game, the Niners looked like the best team in the world. Yeah. That, they played, that second half was just perfect. Yeah, I agree. They did everything right. They got all the big stops. Defense looked great again. I mean, the Lions could have scored points if they would have just kicked some field goals. They would have won the game. Yeah. But, but then, what'd you think about that move by Campbell? You know, going forward on fourth down both those times. He stuck with his MO. He's done yeah. it all season. Yeah. I mean, I think you gotta know when you just gotta take points. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, they're making a 18, 21 point comeback. We gotta you gotta take what they're giving you. I think he was trying to force it a little bit. Yeah. And I don't think you can do that against a team like the Niners mm-hmm. who can turn it around on you so quickly. But, yeah. you know, he's. it wasn't a surprise that he went for it. No, not at all. You know? I mean, he's, been, yeah, like you said, MO, he's been I, doing I don't that think all you year should, I don't think you should, because at the same time, I don't think you should just switch it up because you're in the playoffs. I think yeah. you got to play to your team's best abilities. It's so and if, tough. if he thinks that they can get it on fourth down. Yeah, he had, he had faith in his team. It's fourth and one, I mean. And, you know, one of them should have been converted. Yeah. It was dropped. dropped. Yeah. Um, second one, it was good pressure. Yeah. Um, Niners made a good play. Um, but yeah, I honest, you know, I like it, but I don't like it. Cause it's like, yeah, I know that's been how you've been coaching all season long, but you, you know, sometimes the in the points. playoffs, you gotta, yeah, play a little smarter. And at the same <laughs> time, making, making that decision, you're also not putting trust in your defense. I think he was putting trust in his defense by going for it. Cause even if they don't get it. He had trust that they'd get the stop and they'd just get it back. See, I, how didn't. I see it is you're going for it because you think even if you kick the field goal, they're gonna make they're gonna do something on the other end. Yeah. You know, like so you're going, you want to score a touchdown. Obviously, if they would have kicked the field goal, they did get the stop. Yeah, could have kicked another field goal, could have won the game. Um, I just think but, it took a lot of air out of the team. I mean, when you go for it, you're obviously expecting to get it. Yeah. Analytics tell you you have a decent chance of getting it with one yard. What did you think about what he said after the game? Um, so he basically just talked about this may have been our only shot. He said, "Now do I?" He said, "I don't believe that, but it's going to be." He said, "It's, it's hard be, to get to the Super he said Bowl." It's going to be way harder to get there, you know, in the years yeah. coming. I mean, I he caught a lot of heat for that, but he's just speaking the truth. Did he? 
Yeah, I thought he did. I thought a lot of people are like, oh, that's not what your locker room wants to hear. That's bad for the, you know, that's bad leadership. I think I, I think he's just speaking the truth. It's I hard love to get it to because the Super he's being Bowl. realistic. Yeah, exactly. I don't care who you are, what team you are, it's always going to be tougher the following year. Yeah. Because now there's a target on your back. Now they know you're good. Yeah. It's like the Bengals. I hate to bring them up, but no, stop. We went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, they're going to go back next year. And we fucking didn't because they got figured out. And, and we lost in the AFC Championship. But yeah, sure. You got figured well, out. Yeah, that's fair. Had the refs on our on the opposite side, but <laughs> Pat Mahomes was due to beat you guys. He was. You guys were getting the best of him most of the time. Yeah, yeah. He's only beat us once. And then this season, you guys I mean, Bengals were kinda all over the place. I mean, this season now it's whatever. You're just hurt. Yeah, we were hurt that, the whole year. You can say it's whatever. Is it though? You're hurt the whole season. What do you mean? Are you guys gonna be better if next JT year? If he was out this year, would would you want me to judge your season if your best star player was just hurt? I know it's just I agree. You guys went 500 without we're getting JT. Our guys I'm back. Gonna be like, oh. are you guys? Are you guys getting your guys back next year? Yes, we have the fourth most cap space in the NFL. So you're gonna resign T. Higgins? I think we're gonna get them all. I think we'll lose Tyler Wood, but we'll go pick someone in, up in the draft. We'll go get a wide receiver in the draft. Okay, got a little off topic there, but that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Bengals do have a big off season. You're not. They wrong. do. They have, yeah. They have a huge off season. Huge they have to resign Logan Wilson, DJ Reader, and. T. Higgins, and I only think they're getting two of those guys. And I think it needs to be Logan Wilson and T. Higgins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see what moves they end up making. But, you know, getting back to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think you could ask for a better matchup than this at the end of the day. Um, just because of how good these teams are, how good the Niners are, how good Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are. We don't know how much longer Andy Reid's going to be coaching. Granite. And on top of that, I think don't George know. Kittle had a better season than Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Two best tight ends in the league in this I agree. game. I mean, Travis Kelsey said it himself the other day during one of the press conferences for the Super Bowl that George, you know, Kittle, George Kittle was the, the best, best tight end in the league this year. He was. Well, just because he makes Granite, so does a lot of other tight ends. But George Kittle isn't just one of the best tight ends in the league. He's the best blocking tight end in the league. He's and an his, the leadership he brings to that yeah. team is he's one of the main guys. So what do you think about the breakdown of this game? I mean, talking about from both both perspectives, honestly. The 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs, both teams, you know, they're going to have to be near perfect to win this game. These are some really good football teams we're talking about. First Super Bowl ever in Las Vegas. You know these guys are going to show out. I bet there's a little bit of jitters for Brock Purdy early, but you know the game plan is going to be just fine with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I don't think they'll struggle because when they played the Eagles last year in the NFC Championship and Brock Purdy well, got hurt, I mean... You can't really... Yeah, I mean, Compare. He, he got hurt, but... Yeah, Josh Johnson, well, just, quarterback, and then he got hurt. Well, they played bad because the Eagles' defense was just was so good. and Yeah, but something that's kind of, I feel like, flies under the radar because of how good Kyle Shanahan is as a coach. Yeah. He's known for blowing leads in the biggest moments. Yeah. You know, he did it in the Super Bowl a few years ago. And he's ago. known for not coming back, but he just did yes. that against the Lions. So. He did, he did. We'll that's see. a good point. That's we'll a see. really good point, honestly. He did it on the biggest stage. But came, you know, the, came back down the biggest one that comes to mind for me, he was on the coaching staff in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 28-3. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I, I, I think about that a lot. I think about the blown lead against the Chiefs four years ago. But that's a great point about, because that was a crazy, I thought the Lions were going to run yeah. away with I him. mean, he's young too, so I mean. He's very young. But just He's the, still learning. It's almost as if like they flip-flopped in the first half and the second. It was, it was crazy. That was a weird game. It was really weird. Yeah. But. Lions just got too comfortable. They yeah. thought they had a one at halftime. Mm -hmm. You got your can't let that happen. You got your loud mouth waving to the crowd before mm -hmm. even halftime hits. Johnson, bro, what is he After doing? After that, I was like, I like him too. He's a good player. He's, he's a really good player. He's, he doesn't know when to shut up. No, he doesn't. He's been yapping all postseason. You can't do that on the road. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, interesting topic that I kind of want to bring up is uh, Kadarius Tony. Um, you know, we've been talking about for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, all year, all regular season, you know, their, their weapons, mainly at wide receiver, it's been a problem all year long. Yeah. Well, they figured it out this postseason. One difference in that, Kadarius Tony hasn't played. Yeah, it's good. He's been practicing all week, but Andy Reid just doesn't know if he's going to suit him up or not. You think he should play? or? Yeah, I think he's a liability. At the you, end think, of the day. you think so? I mean, I saw him single-handedly lose two games for the Chiefs this, this yes. regular season. I, I agree. Interceptions off of tip passes that should have been easy first downs. I mean, biggest play of the year got called back because he was offsides. Yeah, I mean it's he probably has the most drops in the league. If I could, I mean maybe he doesn't because he doesn't get as many targets. Yeah, but you know 
his the targets he gets and the drops he has. His percentage bad. can't be good. It's bad. Yeah. Um, and, then he, the, and then he goes on Instagram live and says he'd be a wide receiver one if they'd give him the ball. He more. said he'd be a wide receiver one. <laughs> they went out and said he was in, or, you know, on the injury report, they said he was injured. He came out and said, I am not injured. Like, dude, you're just, bad. he's hurting himself. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason why I bring it up is because he was a part of the team last year. Yeah. You could argue he was a big reason why they won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. He made big plays in the Super Bowl last year. I understand if they don't suit him up. Yeah. But I still feel like the talent is there. You know, it's, I feel like half of it's mental. You know, because he won the Super Bowl for them last year. Mm hmm. Well, that I wouldn't say. Return? I wouldn't say he. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it I mean, was that huge. Punt return took him to the twenty, and then the game was over. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say he won it single-handedly in that game. I mean, he didn't single-handedly win it, but he was. No, a big, he was a big yeah. factor in that he had game. A big piece in that game, and I feel like he can be a big factor in this coming up game as well. Yeah, I mean, Rasheed Rice, he's been huge for them. I just think they need his explosiveness. Like even if it's just 100%. like, give him a few jet sweeps, get him some out in some sweeps, space, like some some screens. Yeah, like it's. Just something to get the ball in his hands to get get the feel for him, you yeah. know? Because in my opinion, you know, if the 49ers are smart, and I think they are, they're going to try and take Travis Kelsey away. Now, we'll see if they can actually do that. Yeah. But if they're smart, I think they should double-team him every single play. Yeah, I mean, they have, the one, they have the one linebacker that could potentially guard him in the league. Yeah. The one guy, Fred Warner. Best best linebacker in the league. And it's I mean, you close. could argue they got multiple, honestly. But, yeah, I just think – I think – they're going to need him at some point in the game. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the best in the world, but something's going to happen. You know, some mistake's going to be made, whether yeah. it's on the Chiefs' side, whether it's on the Niners' side. If it's on the Niners' side, Chiefs got to take advantage, you know, and I feel like he's he's a guy you should suit up, honestly. Whether you use him a ton or not, I think you got to suit him up. Yeah, he just says like a decoy. Just have him out there running around. Well, I don't, I don't know if he'd be considered a decoy. I think they want him getting the ball, honestly, until he makes that big play. You know, yeah, they want them dropping the ball, putting it in their hands. But yeah, I expect Fred Warner and then Dre Greenlaw. I think they're both going to be all over Kelsey all game, which I think Fred Warner's if a beast. it's if it's a one on one, I think it's a mismatch. Oh, it is. But it's a mismatch with anyone in the league. I don't care who you are. Yeah, because DBs are too small. Yeah, but linebackers are too slow. So you got to expect Warner. double teams coming from both sides. Fred Warner's probably faster than Kelsey. You think? I mean, I know he's not. I know he's got speed, but. Fred Warner probably runs like a 4-5. Really? That's kind of crazy. I mean, Shazier ran like a 4-4. Four, four. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, For Shazier a linebacker? Was, Shazier was generational. That's yeah. still a shame what happened to him. But Yeah. I mean, he still probably would have been a top linebacker in the league today. Yeah. No, I agree with that. He was he was no joke. <laughs> He's like the best linebacker Who's the difference league? maker for the Niners? You know, we got game manager Brock Purdy. It's probably Brock Purdy. You think so? Yeah, because he has to play like – he can't play like a game manager. Well, he's going to get pressured. In my opinion, he has to make He's been plays. playing like a game manager all postseason, and he's been really fucking successful. But I feel like he's been, and on the, he's been more than that, though. He has. He's like been a really good game manager. Half, like, he was getting I, out of pressure. He was making throws on the run. He's been, yeah, he was scrambling and running the ball. That's the stuff he needs to be doing. And I, I don't see why that stops happening. They're not going to contain him. I think that'd be dumb. They could contain him. They can. Why would you want to contain Brock? They contain Hurt? Lamar. Yeah, but the. We're talking about Lamar Jackson. Because if you keep Brock in the pocket and force him to th- and make him throw, he'll kill you. He'll kill you. They got way too many weapons. He'll kill you. I don't. The Eagles he did will. it. will. The Eagles did it. Brock Purdy's a really good football player. He's I obviously agree. he's obviously proven that. I agree. He is. But not, and he has the best weapons in football. Hundred percent. Adding Christian McCaffrey. I mean, yeah, he's he's been there for a little bit now. But you just if you can pressure him and keep him from beating you outside of the pocket. Because I think he's more of a threat getting outside the pocket and making plays to his playmakers. I just think they got bigger worries than him running the football. They got way bigger worries. It's not him CMC's running. The him getting out of the pocket doesn't lead to him running, though. I think it leads to big plays down the field. I think if he gets out of the pocket. But if it's not a big play, it's him running. You know? Yeah. It's, a play is going to happen yeah, if, I mean, he's out, if he's scrambling outside the pocket. He's, he's proven that these last couple of weeks in the biggest games of his career. Even when they were struggling against the Packers, didn't look like they were going to pull it out. Brock Purdy pulled it out. Yeah. Biggest drive of the season. Ended up winning the game. 49ers got a pick on the last drive of the game from Jordan Love. Yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, though, it's you know it's going to come down to how well the Chiefs contain Christian McCaffrey because I think he's going to be getting the ball like crazy. Yeah. You know, hand, handoffs and, and receptions. He's going to be all over the football field. I think they're going to have a hard time running up the middle. Yeah. That Chiefs D-line. But CMC can take it outside. 
Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be really interesting. In my opinion, I think obviously he's the best player, so it's kind of like, hum, but I think Christian McCaffrey's the X factor on that side. I think Travis Kelsey's the X factor on the other side because you know what the quarterback's going to do. We know what Patrick Mahomes can bring to the table. We know how he's going to play. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. A little worried about Brock Purdy just because, you know, it is the Super Bowl. It's the biggest game of his career. Yeah. But I think he's going to live up to the moment. I mean, he has so far. He has a chance to do it. No one has ever done. I mean, he's Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. First one to ever start in the Super Bowl. It's a big time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it'll be lower scoring, though, than people think. Yeah. Because, you know, Niners have been favorites ever since, you know, the the line opened up. Yeah. Um, Spread. It's been fluctuating a little bit, but it's mainly been at two points the whole time. Over-under is uh, currently at 47.5. What do you think of that? It's a good line. It's a great line. It's a very good line. I could see, you know, going both ways. 45 total points, 40 total points, or, you know, I could see it being... 13 to 3 at halftime, 13 yeah. 10 at halftime, and then they explode in the second half. Yeah. Or flip flop, you know? Probably not going to bet spread or money line this game. No? Not going to take anyone in this game? Who you like, though? We saved our picks last week. Who you like? Uh, I like the Niners. The talent they have on defense, I think they're going to put it together for all four quarters, and they're going to shut them down a little bit. When was the last time we saw the team win back to back Super Bowls? Was it the Pats? Probably. Yeah. About 15 years ago or whenever it was? Yeah, Pats. I feel like we might be due for another back-to-back champion. I don't think so. I don't think he can do it all. He has been, but I don't think he can do it all against the Niners. I think I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah. Not I think. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I feel like I've been fluctuating about it all week, last two weeks, honestly. But just, well, one, I don't don't care who's on the other side. I like Patrick Mahomes. He's going to make the plays. He's going to make sure they're in that game. I don't think it's going to be like the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But then again, in that Super Bowl, you know, the reason they were there was because their dominant offense. Their defense wasn't too hot. Now they got one of the best defenses in the league, and you still got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the other side. You got an aggressive runner in Isaiah Pacheco. You got a, a rookie wide receiver in Rasheed Rice who, watch out for him. He, he's going to be very I feel good. like he's going to be the guy to score a 50-yard touchdown in the game on Sunday. Yeah. If anybody would. So I just feel like, you know, if he has the defense, the defense is going to keep them in the game. In crunch time, I like Patrick Mahomes. I always do. I've been fading him the last couple of weeks, and I've been feeling like a fool. I'm not going to do it this week. Yeah. And if he doesn't win, he doesn't win because the Niners, I mean, they're the better team. Come on now. Yeah. Like, what? no matter who wins this game, they are the better team. If you put Patrick Mahomes on the San Francisco 49ers, they're winning five Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. Like, they would win every year. Yeah. I mean, that's like an all-pro team. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's just a team of all pros, literally. But – it, you know, he's riding the wave with uh, with his boys. And I'm very curious to see what ends up happening with Andy Reid, his future, Travis Kelsey, and his future. They're probably both going to stay. But, you know, with Eric Bieniemy, he just got let go from the Washington Commanders. Yeah. It's looking like a potential re- reunion is possible. If Andy Reid was to hang it up, which, granted, like I said earlier, he said, it, as of right now, it doesn't seem like that's time for him. It doesn't seem like he's ready for that yet. But... Bianami would be a great replacement coming back than Chiefs. I mean, he's probably coming back regardless, in my opinion. I don't see them not bringing him back. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I couldn't believe the commanders let him go. Uh, over under four and a half times, uh, the broadcast mentions Taylor Swift's name. Who? What you got? Four and a half? Yeah. Probably over. Does halftime count? Well, the broadcasters aren't on on halftime. I guess. That's the halftime people. Yeah. Whoever it is. Broadcast. I like the over, too, honestly. I think I like the She's going to get mentioned 10 times, probably. Every time he makes a catch. See, the biggest lock, I think, is how many times they show her on camera. Yeah, I think that one's more of a lock. That's also at four and a half, I believe. That one's more of a lock. Yeah. Every time he makes a catch, they'll show her. Yeah. So yeah. if he, you think he's going to have more than four catches, then she'll probably be on. Even I think even if they do double-team him, you know, make anyone else beat him, you know, Travis Kelsey always finds a way to get the ball from Mahomes. You know, Mahomes always finds a way to get the, get him the ball. Yeah. I, I think Kelsey has – I think he has another big game. I mean, he had 111 yards, whatever it was, 11 catches a few couple weeks ago against another one of the best defenses in the league, the Baltimore Ravens. They couldn't slow him down. Yeah. I think his uh, over-under in receptions is at like six and a half right now. Like, I would take that, honestly. He's, he's – they're going to get him the rock. Yeah, they have to. He's the yeah. He's their weapon. He's the weapon. Yeah, they don't really have anyone else. So yeah, no, that's besides Rasheed Rice. I mean, MVS played well against the Ravens. 
game sailing catch. Yeah, I mean he had a, he only had a couple catches, but you know, at least that's he what he's there him. for. He's yeah. there for those couple catches when they need him. Yeah, yeah. No, he, that was huge. That was probably huge for his confidence too. Yeah, because I, I think, know there was a time I earlier in the that, season. I know you said Rasheed Rice, but if there's a guy that has a long touchdown, I think it could be him. MVS. He's so fast. Yeah, I mean they're all fast. Yeah, that team is full of speed. Yeah, honestly, really, I don't know. It's gonna be really, really, really exciting. I think this is the best Super Bowl in the past few years, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Chiefs Eagles last year was incredible. You know, Rams winning it a couple years ago. That was really cool to watch. But these are the best two teams in the league. The best two teams in the league. And they both are dominant on both sides of the football. Yeah. I think we're set for an amazing football game in Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium. Six thirty. Six thirty. Don't be late. Make sure you're on the couch by then. As you know, gotta listen to the national anthem. Yeah. Listen to Reba. Reba, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the over. I don't know what the number is. I like the over. If you're listening, <laughs> I like the over. Yeah. I just saw last time, last couple times she's done the national anthem. It's been kind of quick. I think she's gonna slow it down for the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's just me though. That's just me. I'm probably dead wrong. It's probably gonna be like she probably wants to keep it. You know, she's going to do it how she feels comfortable. So if she does it slow nor- or fast normally, she'll probably do it fast again. Mm, I, she's I comfortable think she's doing comfortable it fast. Regardless. I mean, it's Reba, yeah. You know? <laughs> I think I think she'll slow the pace down. It's Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? But we'll see. I don't know. Any uh, Anything else that I may have missed? I don't think so. Leading up to Super Bowl 58. It'll be very interesting to see if we see Mr. Irrelevant finally get that bowl. 49ers finally get back on top. Whether a dynasty is officially made, yeah, winning their third ring in what five years, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, all right. Will be. Well, that being said, have fun at work. Thanks. Hope it goes well. Hope you make all the bank. Probably not. Everyone out there, if you're <laughs> listening, it's gonna be beautiful this weekend. Enjoy it outside. Yeah. While it's still nice, it's gonna be cold next week in the 30s. Enjoy it while it's here. Happy February. Happy Super Bowl time. We'll see you guys next week. Da-da-da.